morning, everybody. Kevin Janko here with this dream house, along with Chef Mark and Kevin Kistner. Brought to you in part by Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's largest appliance and mattress dealer. This dream house, if you don't know, is a program that's all about the home. We're going to talk about renovations, remodels, and converting your property into your dream house. We're also going to navigate common homeowner pitfalls and even give you advice on buying and selling homes. If you have any questions or comments, contact us by emailing at thisdreamhouse at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at This Dream House. And we'd love to hear from you all. Good morning, boys. How we doing? We're doing great. What's up? What's up, buddy? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Two weeks of the season, man. I don't, like, you know, as as just a, as a fan, as a big uh, fan of the team, I mean, boy, it's frustrating, isn't it? I mean, what do you say? It's not what we expected, but it's kind of what we expected. I'll say that Um, if you were out at training camp, if you were at any of the practices, this should not be much of a surprise. And what I mean by that is the offense should be better. The everything I pretty much said at training camp has come true. Russ's deep ball, not there anymore. Now people are questioning if he can even run. But, you know, let's talk about that really quickly, because now give me refresh my memory. Game one, didn't he get banged up on a play where it seemed like he was favoring his wheels? Uh, I don't recall. I, I, mean, I could I have swore it was that. on one of the sacks and, and I could be completely wrong. And I'm sure somebody will write in and correct me or, you know, text in. But at the end of the day, I seem to remember that. And I'm just wondering you know, I mean, and of course, let's just say maybe he's not 100% ready. And I was thinking about this during the week, and this is only my opinion. I want to make, there is no facts to substantiate this, but I just kind of wonder, you know, if, if there isn't something going on there. It just doesn't seem right. Uh, somebody sent me this week his numbers, you know, his rushing uh, numbers that have declined. And, and, and I totally admit it, but when you look at him, even from last year to this year, it's almost non-existent right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't too put, put too much into it. I, I really wouldn't. I mean, it, everything I heard of all these years was Russ is a pocket quarterback. He has the ability to scramble. He's just mobile. But now when he's not running, now he's not a, a, a pocket quarterback. <laughs> but, but I am, but it just doesn't. And I understand we want him to, you know, hey, don't run. We don't want you hurt. You know, hit the outlet. Right. And and just yeah. leak it out and, and, and let's move forward. But like this is I'm talking about situations where, look, <laughs> there isn't anybody. And you you better start moving. It doesn't seem like he's inclined to take off at all. And, and I don't think he's had to yet, really. I think the oh, offensive line has done good enough. Uh, and know. that and that's just bar- and that's a barely well, I, good enough. Well, and, and look, I would say for my watching, I take that completely different i've seen him yeah. under some stress and it's just like okay move, move and you're waiting for it right. and it never seems to come right. well buddy real quick what do you got this week niners i i don't even know where to go with this but i'm gonna go I, with you first i mean I'll, I'll just i'm just ready for carrie underwood to open it up <laughs> i mean is there is there gonna be a game after it? i don't know all right but what do you got come on i'm gonna hold uh, you to the let's score. do let's do i think the broncos end up i, I think they win i'll say 24 20 that's <laughs> funny, and, and people that don't know, we didn't talk about. I, I was going, I, I was kind of in the twenty three twenty range. Okay, I, I just <laughs> for the Broncos. It's of course. Sunday night, I don't think Hackett makes the same mistake. I want to quickly say because I know we're running out of time, but Bud, think about this. And I said this, I lost my mind. 
yeah. on that first loss. Oh, yeah. I was on the edge of the cliff. People were like, oh, stop. It's the first game. But here's the problem with it. If we lose this game, we're now 1-2, and two, and yep. we're on the road to Vegas. It is conceivable to lose that game. And I would ask you, how devastating would a 1-3 and three start be where people were talking, well, 8-0, We will find out. All right, so here we go. First guest. Uh, you know, look, we are on a sports channel after all, guys, and uh, we do like to uh, occasionally talk sports. I know I do. Uh, and it's great to have a returning guest. Uh, uh, I'm going to call him a friend of the show. Uh, I've known him for quite some time, and I haven't seen you in three years now. It doesn't even seem that long. Uh, Robert Lester, former Carolina Panthers safety and um, Alabama star. Uh, and we will get into some quick college picks today, too, to see how the season ends. You know, you're not going to like my pick, I don't think, Robert. I, I know who you're taking. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and I, look, I, I think the whole country is going to take Alabama. But we'll, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. And so tell me a little bit. Last I saw you, uh, you were actually with our uh, corporate sponsor, Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. And uh, your sales, and what location are you in? I'm at the Parker store. Parker and store. And thanks for having me too, Kevin. Oh yeah, it's my absolute pleasure. I love having you on. I uh, you always give me great insight. Um, you know, let's talk a little bit. This is about the home, so we'll talk a little bit about the home first. Um, you know what? What is it that um, you like most about what you currently do? So the 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 connection you make with customers uh, to be able to help them out, see that grateful you know, happiness about what they purchase, it's, it's, it's great. You know, they come in, we have conversations about football, about all <laughs> other things, about except appliances, and it's always good to, to... Anybody come in and recognize you? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I get that as well. Do you get a True lot? Alabama fans, True they will Alabama definitely Alabama fans are like, what are you doing here, <laughs> right? Exactly. At times, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and we'll get into a little bit more about that and sort of uh, uh, the psyche. Uh, I want to uh, cut over to Chef. Chef, I mean... I know you know Robert. I'm nervous because it's like it, it's we have a superstar in studio, sure and, and 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 also somebody I consider a friend. It's great to see you. Welcome back. Yeah, well. Thanks. Um, I got a quick question for you. Yeah. Uh, well, the question is, do you know my favorite room in the house? The kitchen. Yes, of oh, course. Nice. Okay, yeah. so you know I love the kitchen. What kitchen product appliance right now has you excited? Oh man, Thermador. Ooh. Nice. Yes, you might as well great. go for the top, buddy. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you if you're going to do it, you used to want to the Rolls Royce, didn't you? Oh, yeah. All I right. Mean, and is it the technology, the look? It's the a feel? little bit of everything. Okay. Um, I, I hadn't had one customer that hasn't liked the product. Uh, oh. And you talk about good Google reviews, people that come in and really proud of what they purchased, Thermador's the best. I like that. Okay, great that answer. answer by yeah. mm -hmm. I don't even know how to come back from that because I, Thermidor is incredible. And, uh, Robert, obviously, you know, at the Parker Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, you guys carry it all, right? We carry it all. Uh, the I think the only two brands we don't carry is Wolf and Sub-Zero. But I can see in the future us picking, them up, picking it up. Yeah, right on. And so, you know, it's funny. I can relate. Let me try to encapsulate what your thoughts about the position and the job and working with the public is, is that um, it's very cool to find something that somebody gets excited about. And 
I know people don't realize this, but chef, you probably know better than anybody, mm. uh, especially if you do like to cook or you do use your appliances. There's nothing worse than having something that's non-functioning. And when somebody's able to uh, identify what your needs are and put you in exactly what your needs are, it makes a world of difference. And uh, yeah, I might have had a day where I used to sell some of these things. And uh, people used to tell me, um, you're happier than I am about buying them. Oh, I yeah. mean, but you are, right? Because are. that's the – people don't realize the gratification of customer service is to uh, see people happy with their decision. And, of course, I'm sure you get a, a, a lot of uh, referral business coming back to definitely, you, right? Definitely. And, and customers will let you know, too, if they do not like the product. Right, right on. That's good, yeah. <laughs> Which is good, right? I mean, oh, yeah. if you don't know, how would you exactly find that? And I'm sure you do that through some great probing questions to exactly. determine – what somebody wants, right? Because think about it. Let me ask you this question, Robert. How many uh, consumers come through the door on their day off or on their lunch hour, whatever time, they rush out to a freestanding appliance business to see what's new? Almost every customer. Probably eight never, out of ten Never happens, customers. right? I mean, it just doesn't happen. Well, it happens. No, really? I oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. We really I mean, you got to pro- think about Let the- Let me ask you something, there, man. I know you a little while here. Yeah. Prior to you being in the business, you got the day off. I'm going to set the stage for you, right? You got a whole weekend to be with your family or whatever it is. And you've decided to just go see what's new in appliances. See, because for me, if I'm going to see what's new in appliances, this is Kevin, uh, I'm probably buying them, right? I, I may not buy from you if you can't show me what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. But there's no way I'm in there just looking. I wish I, I wish I could tell you different, really? but customers come in, hey, Man. I got 10 minutes, I'm off my lunch break, I just want to check out what's new here. I'm with Robert on this. If I'm, if oh, I'm wow. buying- Now I'm getting ganged up on you. you are, hear how this if, goes, if, right? If I'm making a major purchase, um, I want to be as well-researched so that when I make a final decision, I know it's the right one. Yeah. So I would be, uh, if I were your customer, I would be in there for 10 minutes on my lunch break, building relationship with my salesperson, and seeing if they have my best interest at heart. Exactly. So, you know, and and I don't disagree with that. I would want to do the same, but I'm doing that when I come in to buy one, right? I mean, for me, and maybe that's my impulsiveness, my ADHD (laughs) kicking through, which certainly I am. And sometimes it takes a week, maybe a month to close a deal. And and that's fine. However, I came in that door with the interest of buying something. I didn't necessarily come in to just go, oh, I wonder what kind of new refrigerators there are. I came in to buy something eventually, and you have to find. Now, I agree with you on that, so maybe I wasn't clear on this. Um, but I don't just come in just to go, oh, let me see how the new ice makers work. No. Right? I mean, I come in with the intention that I may want to buy from you, and yes, I may have to establish a relationship with you. However, uh, I'm probably there to do just that. Then it's your job, right, to make that connection all right, so see, we're agreeing on this a little more now. Now, now I understand uh, it, Kevin. What I hear is that you're backpedaling. No, <laughs> no, well, don't you laugh over there, Kissner. We're going to be right back after a few words from our sponsors. <laughs> 
Don't buy until you shop Appliance Factory in Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's appliance and mattress experts. With 18 Colorado stores and a 4.7 Google rating, save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock and available for next day delivery. They have more products in stock than anywhere in Colorado. Appliance Factory gets exclusive factory buys from the manufacturers at a huge discount and passes that savings on to you. Guaranteed to beat Lowe's and Home Depot's sales prices. Save 30 to 60% from GE to KitchenAid, Whirlpool to Samsung at Appliance Factory. Colorado's appliance experts with a 4.7 Google rating. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory. Unbelievable savings. Work with the sleep experts at Mattress Kingdom. They have the most innovative brands like Purple and Nectar to Tempur-Pedic and Sealy. Save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock. Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom has unbeatable savings. Don't buy until you shop at Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. Visit appliancefactory.com. Let's get off to uh, uh, something um, that um, is maybe more up the line of sports. I, I find it very fascinating. And I did a little research on you, young man. Um, and it really is quite uh, an, an amazing story. Um, so you go you go to Alabama where you recruit. I'm assuming if you're going to I Alabama, was, you're recruited. Yeah, I was highly recruited. And to be honest, I owe a lot of my my success to a fellow teammate, Julio Jones. I went to high school, literally grew up with Julio Jones. Okay. So uh, him playing offense and me playing defense, him being the number one recruit in the country, had a lot of colleges coming to take a look at the both of us. Right on. And and, and, and this may jump ahead to a further later on question, but I'm going to ask you, so, like, did you, like, dog Julio? Like, was he I easy to cover? Them. I Like, did you have a battle that way? We went at it every day. <laughs> every day. And, and You wouldn't believe me, but I got the film. No, look, you know what, Robert? I've known you for a while, man. You are as straight of a shooter as I've ever met, ever. Like, you are, you know, you're just straightforward. So I I have no reason to doubt you. Now, let me ask you, though, as a safety, uh, 6'2", I think that's pretty tall. I mean, even for uh, when you were playing, I mean, certainly in today's game, you know, some of the safeties getting a little bit taller, right? And so it's not as unusual. But when you were drafted, was that a concern of anybody? Uh, no, I think it was more of a plus. Uh, a lot of a lot of the teams saw that I could play multiple positions. Right. So definitely. Would you get assigned a lot of the uh, tight ends? Just out oh, yeah. of curiosity, because you're definitely. a bigger guy, man. Definitely. I noticed that from the day one. Uh, um, and, and you, I mean, you stay in shape. I don't know how the heck you do it, but good for you. So you go to Alabama and you're redshirted first season. I'm redshirted the first year. How's Man. that going? That's tough. Uh, you come in with a lot of the other recruits. You know, you, you talk to those guys about playing and getting on the field and making a difference for the school. And the coaches pull you to the side and say, hey, you know, take a year off. You do everything that the team does, but not play on Saturday. So it's, 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 oh, it's tough. It's got to be tough. It's yeah, tough. yeah. So that's like your first, I'm going to call major test, right, from a, from a mental standpoint. Definitely. However... Then you come in your red shirt freshman year, and uh, ultimately, uh, I believe you jump in in game four, and you're a starter through now not only the rest of that year, but you're following three years, right? Yes, sir. Three time national champion. Last time you were here, I got to see your Alabama ring. And um, everything is going really well. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, uh, you you led uh, Alabama. Uh, I think it's your uh, junior year in interceptions. You have eight in a season, which is like second uh, all time in Alabama in one season, right? I mean, you, you've got to be feeling pretty good about it. Oh, That's yeah. amazing. So, so 
felt great. Uh, and it was tough getting those interceptions. When you play with 10 other potential NFL players on, on your team, it's tough to get stats. And to be able to manage eight interceptions in that season, I felt great. So you're on all these great teams. You have a lot of great players on these teams, three national championships, your tackles uh, in, in in 2010, when you had 52 tackles. I mean, that seems like an awful – what was going on in Alabama that year? I don't really remember the season, but, like, were, were those tackles because teams were passing on you or were you kind of pushing up to the line of scrimmage and helping out? Well, a lot of the uh, NFL scouts thought that was a little low. I had to explain really? to them, you know, playing with Mark Barron, uh, Dante Hightower – some of those first-round draft picks that, that I played with, again, it was tough to get stats. So I had to let them know, hey, you know, I'm playing with 10 other you know, NFL potential players. So as players. a safety, 52 tackles is not strong. It's not All right, strong. maybe I don't know my statistics very well. <laughs> but I was sitting there going, wow, that's, you know, that's kind of amazing. So you got three national championship teams, and now the draft is coming, right? And we talked about this a little bit before the show, but i got to tell you my take is if I'm you, I'm thinking – Man, three national championships, starting for Alabama, great pedigree, Nick Saban, all these people pushing for me. And um, at worst, this is what I told you, right? At worst, I'm going, well, fourth or fifth round draft pick. I'm feeling pretty good about what I'm doing. That's not a bad thing. What's it like that day? And then, you know, I'm going to cut to the end here real quick, but you go undrafted. What's the mental process for you? Oh, man, uh, you talk about a stressful day. You know, the scouts and things, you you have meetings with them. They talk to you, hey, we're looking to get you here second round or we're looking to get you here fourth round. I know a big part of it was my speed. I am, like you said, a bigger safety mm. and didn't run the fastest forward. I ran a 4.6, which I thought was still decent because I can play in the box, you know, bigger yeah, guy. Yeah, you're a bigger guy. I mean, and yeah, to not get a call. you play up your heaviest weight? Uh, 220. 220. Yeah, that's, but that's... to not, not get a call, I mean, it's stressful. You know, you think – your your career's ending right th- right then and there. But luckily, Carolina called me. They only had six draft picks that year, so they did consider me as, you know, their last draft pick, the seventh-round draft pick, which, you know, just put the chip on my shoulder to show them that I can play. And you came out and you did just that, right? I mean, you make the team, um, and you have a real big highlight we talked about last time on the show, and um, you intercepted the GOAT. Mr. Brady on Monday night in the end zone uh, trying to target Gronk. Everybody, by the way, right, even you, I'm sure you knew it as a player, but I think anybody watching the game knows, yeah, he's going to try to hit Gronk in the end zone because I I don't know. I think they were like on the seven-yard line or so, Um, or was it deeper? Maybe a little deeper, maybe 23. 23-yard. Okay. So, yeah, it could – yeah, you're refreshing my memory. So, great. Yes, could have been that much. And so um, where does that fit? in career highlight for you? Uh, I mean, it's definitely among the top, uh, you know, two great players, a fantastic Patriots team when we were playing them. Um, but I, I got to say, Kevin, that's probably not the the top moment when I was in the NFL. Uh, that, that moment is making the playoffs and actually playing in a playoff game. The atmosphere and the, the, the team is so much different. It feels like, you just went from the NFL to another step up. In, in and I'm football. thinking to myself, is that even possible? Oh, my God. Yes, it is. <laughs> is it? So oh, yeah. the playoffs, right? And so to hear that from a player, because, you know, you hear a lot of players, you know, and everybody. I think we as fans have an assumption um, that it's a lot of individual goals and things. And we certainly know there's a lot of great team players. And, you know, 
So I'm not discounting that. It's not like I'm a fool and I don't realize team is important. But for you, man, it was so important just to get to that next level oh, yeah. into the playoffs. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I mean, we played a San Francisco team during the regular season. And just to have that experience, to play that team in the regular season, then play them again in the playoffs and see how much better they were and how prepared they were, it just it, 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 it changed my perspective of the league, period. Right. I mean, every day somebody can beat you. You can beat them one day. It's just any given and Sunday. And I really don't know the result. And I'm assuming uh, did uh, did San Francisco beat you guys that yeah. game? Yeah, so that's bad. not a good feeling, right? Nah, so you're you're from this jubilation, greatest moment of my career to going, well, that was <laughs> that was sudden, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then, of course, obviously from there, uh, ultimately you uh, get released. So another challenge for you um, mentally. And so how did that compare to say uh, pre- previous disappointments? And and how do you how do you mentally deal with that? I mean, it's 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 tough. You definitely gotta, like you said, uh, gotta get your mind right and kind of redirect your entire life. Um, once there's there's no you know getting ready to be cut, it's an instant. It's something that happened instantly. Um, you go in one day and you got your mindset to, all right, I gotta make a have a good day of practice, get ready for so and so game, but all your things are packed up and you're no longer on the team. So. It's, it's definitely tough. Um, and then, you know, you got to figure out what you're going to do career-wise. You know, you're not an NFL player anymore. So it's definitely a mental challenge. Now, but... do you try to or, – or do you think or there's a thought cross your mind that, hey, I'm going to still stick this out. I'm going to give it still a try. I'm still going oh, yeah, to definitely. train. Uh, at, how long after does it settle in where you're like, okay, so I, I really need to move on now? It took me about a year. Um, my agent, he did do some training with me. He let me go down to Sarasota and trade for, train for the, um, I think it's the IMG Academy. So I did stay in shape, try to stay in that NFL shape, tried out with the Browns and the Titans. Um, they signed someone else. And one thing you got to keep in mind too, uh, uh, the day you get into the NFL, they are looking for your replacement. And right. when you have these 20, 21, 22 year old guys coming in, that's young, fast, hungry to play. It's tough to beat them out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real interesting perspective, right? You're just one day away. And so um, in your career, who's the toughest guy you ever covered? Oh, man. So I played against a guy named Mike Williams with the Miami Dolphins. And he's not a real physical guy, but this kid is probably the fastest guy, the fastest human being I've seen in person. (laughs) He was running out of our coverages like it was nothing. We couldn't cover this guy at all. And my my defensive uh, coordinator wanted me to hold him man to man. And again, I, we talked about this. You I'm, held him right. <laughs> I'm not the fastest, so <laughs> a lot of pass interference yeah, out there. Say how many penalties that day? <laughs> exactly. Maybe he probably had half the field in penalties. Oh, really? On, just on me. That's funny. Well, it's not funny. I'm sure it's kind of for you. You're going, hey, Kev, that ain't funny, man. Yeah, no, no. um, definitely one at a time. All right, and, and, and since you're this defender, I really can't ask you. Who hit you the hardest? Because right, I mean, but I will ask you, who who do you think you seen that was just the absolute most hardest hitter that you've ever seen or oh played God. against? So, I I actually was hit by him on special teams. Oh, but Nick Fairley, really? Yeah, and this kid is from Mobile. He's so a big guy, man. I'm thinking, he was he made... on special teams? Yeah. Well, Fair... and this was in college. Oh, okay. was in the yeah, college. I get that. He All played right. for Auburn. 
I play for Alabama, okay. and I, he was from Mobile. I'm from across the bay in Foley. And I think it was something he had against me. Really? From, from high school. From high school? Mm-hmm. He, he pointed you. me out. Yeah, exactly. But that was the hardest I've ever been hit. Did, yeah, and did he, uh, was it why you weren't looking? No. no. Oh, it was, he it was, was coming fair. right on you. It was fair. You make it was straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't feel good, does it? It doesn't feel good at all. Now, I have no <laughs> way to correlate what you're feeling. But now it's time, my friend. <laughs> now it's time. I already know where you're going to go. You but, know it. All right, so here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll go with our predictions. Last time we did this. And by the way, yeah, you kind of got it right last time. But my God, I mean, tch, where was the stretch, right? We all know who Robert's <laughs> going to go with. It's not really like rocket science. But uh, um, you had actually picked. Uh, we had never did a follow-up show to say, hey, Robert won. I wasn't going to acknowledge that I lost. Um, so that was fine. But, yeah, let's hear your playoffs, your four teams, and who's taking it all. So I'm like I'm liking, uh, of course, Alabama. I am liking Georgia with that defensive coordinator, or I'm sorry, my old defense coordinator, Kirby Smart, being the head coach there now. Okay. They have a, a really good chance, and they won the national championship last year. Um, I'm liking Ohio State, and I don't really have a number four yet. Really? I'm 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 not sure who's going to take that spot. Ah. It's open. Who? All right, your gut. I'm going to put you on the spot. Pick one team. Oh man. Oh, man, we could be here all day. You can pick the guys from uh, Ann Arbor if you want. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I'm not maybe, trying to influence you. Maybe. Oh, that's tough. If Notre Dame can keep playing the way they're playing, I yeah, like it. I think that's solid. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, I don't think at the end of the year if Notre Dame can win out, uh, I could see that, right? Because let's be honest, I think you will have a, a you'll have at least one team in there with at least one loss, right? Didn't they open the playoffs up to 12 teams now? No, nah, 26. 26? Yeah, 2026, which I can't wait to see. That is going to be, I think, it's the best move college football could have ever made. All right, buddy. So, And, and who's taking it? Bama. <laughs> roll Tide. <laughs> ah, roll Tide. <laughs> All right, man. Here's what I'm going to go with. Um, Bama, um, Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson. And I want to put Michigan in there. I just think they're going to – Michigan's going to be a one- or two-loss team, and I don't think they're going to get by uh, Ohio State in the horseshoe. So now for the winner. Uh, my understanding is Bama is a uh, double-digit favorite in every game they play. I had a big problem with how they did the seedings last year uh, just because I don't think Michigan did enough to drop, and I knew if we had to play, go in and play Georgia first and then Alabama – that's a gauntlet, right? It's not that Georgia didn't deserve to be there. And, heck, they won the national championship, right? Uh, but I think on any given day, any one of the top four teams can beat them. But I, I just thought it was wrong, and it could happen again this year. However, because of the lack of competition for Alabama this year, okay, in my opinion, and having and being that favorite in the games, I don't know, man. I got to go with Georgia repeat. Yeah, and so that's the way I'm going to go. I'm not going to go with the favorite. I am going to pick Georgia, and um, we'll see uh, who wins. Hopefully yeah. I win. And I'll may- <laughs> If you win, maybe this year I'll even take you out. Uh, we'll, we'll have a little bite to eat. Yeah, it sounds great. All right. Hey, Robert, it's been great having you on. Thanks for coming. No, really I appreciate it. You. All right. Now. I love it. Okay, it's that time of the show for one of our newest segments called 10 Second Tips with Chef Mark. And today's 10 Second ch- uh, Tip Chef uh, – Try to say that 10 times fast. Tips, chef, um, is I want you to give us a 10-second tip 
because it is fall. It's getting to fall. Fall at, I assume, soup. Yeah, it's soup season. Yeah, I like that. So Mm -hmm. I want you to give um, what would be a 10-second tip, chef's tip, on making the best chicken noodle soup. And you're only giving me 10 seconds? You have 10 seconds, Kevin. You have oh my the gosh. I got, right. I got the clock. My hands are sweating. We've done this before. Oh, jeez. Uh, and, and, and usually chef sounds like the guy at no, the, no, no, the no. car commercial. I, I'm going to change my approach. Are you instead, change of, your... instead of going a million miles per hour, I'm just going to talk calmly because I'm going to I'm gonna channel our last guest. <laughs> All right. His calmness. All right. Uh, Kev, you got it? I'm ready. All right. Mark? Uh, chicken noodle soup is a three-pot process. One pot, you make your stock. Another pot, you saute your aromatics like your mirepoix, carrots, onions, and celery. And your last pot, you cook the noodles. You combine the three at the end. Perfect chicken noodle soup every time. Kev? That was bad, Chef. <laughs> that was 13.3. Oh, Jesus. Come on. Chef, we said 10 seconds, not 24 hours. Oh, but, but, this, but the tip was good, and, and my jaw isn't broken. From yeah, but, from racing through uh, it, we and, did, you're, and you're and our we and didn't our, call this the fourteen second show. Uh, okay, but the, the audience could actually understand me. I okay, maybe I'll go back to sp- speed racing. All right, we'll, we'll we'll give you redemption next next show. You'll have a question, and with our next show, hope you guys really enjoyed the show today. Good seeing my friends, uh, Chef Mark and uh, Mr. Kistner over there on the board. Uh, don't forget to join us. Next Saturday here on 104.3 The Fan at 8 a.m. for more great information on All About the Home on This Dream House. Have a great day, everybody. Tune in to This Dream House on 104.3 The Fan Saturdays at 8 a.m. We'll discuss renovations, remodels, buying, selling, and much more. Tune in Saturday at 8 a.m. This Dream House is sponsored by Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom.